We're gonna go far. Keep it listening to Cat Jam in the car. Be listening to people in the industry. And my host of the show is your girl Cat C. You got special guests coming in to interview. In the studio's a Porsche that's baby blue. Yeah, we got the green light with these superstars. So let's hit the road with Cat Jam in the car. 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 Hey guys, we're back at Cat Jam in the car. Today we have our guest Jeff and Malcolm. Hello. What's up? They have a podcast called Two Vogue Boys, right? Yes, that is correct. Yeah, please introduce yourself. Tell us about your podcast. Ah, uh, so well, we are we are uh, we are are actually not. We're uh, J- we're Jeff and Malcolm, right? Which the, may come as a shock that yeah, yeah. that we're we're actually different people than yes. the people on that show. That that show <laughs> is actually this guy Chris Columbus and Cole C O L. Right, right. So we are actually very different people than the two woke boys. Yes. So we cannot be held responsible for anything that those guys on that yeah, show say. Exactly, and also those guys. <laughs> don't want any responsibility for things that we say true so because that podcast is like super woke also right which is it's definitely so they don't like yeah it's definitely not a satirical horseshit yes so we have distanced ourselves distanced ourselves from our characters as our characters have done Mm -hmm. from us yeah so exactly so actually those are two different guys Hmm. And uh, we're we're just regular guys who don't have a feminist podcast. <laughs> so, yeah. So you guys play the character in the podcast. Is that what I mean? Well, I mean, we don't want to say that we do that. <laughs> okay. You know, like if if you had Bruce Wayne on your podcast, he wouldn't be like I'm Batman. You know, mm. right? He has to keep up the yeah. The we're just air ri- we're just rich mystery. guys that don't beat up homeless <laughs> that, people later. <laughs> right. yeah. But we do live in a cave yeah. with a butler who yeah. does everything for us. Yes. Do you guys dress up for the podcast as well? The uh, characters, yes, Chris the and characters, Cole, not us. Uh, the characters, <laughs> so. Chris and Cole, they they wear their opinions on their sleeve. Literally, they have shirts yeah. that say "The future is female." Mm-hmm. They have scarves and and beanies. Yeah, and because it's it's uh, your head gets cold with all the opinions of toxic masculinity that you have right, to keep out. That you have to keep of, out of there, so you have mm-hmm. to trap everything in right and then also it's important to wear clothing that shows everyone what a good person you are yeah or else how how would they know how would they know because otherwise you would have to talk to people to let them know you're a good person (laughs) and you can't do that but you can't can't talk to everybody right i mean you try but then some people are like hey i'm just going to the mall like who are you right like what why are you shouting opinions at me right so instead of screaming at women that we're a good guy in you know uh, individually is just easier to do a mass message to people Mm -hmm. by wearing a shirt that says the future is female Mm -hmm. and then all women know we're a good guy so we don't have to individually tell tell them them i mean we will too we'll tell them we'll tell them too we'll let them know we're like hey we're good guys right and that's often what is started in a dm on a dialogue <laughs> dms yeah right and then also it's a big failure of that shirt to only say the opinion on the front of the shirt 
True. There should sh- say I'm a good guy on the back. There of should the shirt be something also. on the back too. Because mm-hmm. what if somebody's walking away from you? Right. You know, and then they don't see your good opinion on your yeah. shirt. Yeah. I mean, usually they'll see us from the front if they're like walking to their car. Oh yeah, and they'll turn their back. They'll turn right. Yeah, it's actually we're seeing the back of their shirts. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which so they'll yeah. see our front. They might be their... running too. Actually, a lot of times they're running full speed. Yeah. So they'll have no problem but, seeing the yeah. front of our shirts. But we're screaming our opinions at them because they are no longer looking at our shirt. <laughs> right. So right. So how did you come up with the two woke boys? Yeah, so basically, uh, so Cole, uh, the... You are Cole. Yes. Yeah. Well, you, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. he's or Cole. I, yeah. You're right, right. Yeah, you had a character, Cole. Yes, uh, Cole uh, was doing some slam poetry, and so I think I think Cole released his first slam poem um, about four years ago. It was in 2019, pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then... Uh, his counter, his, his soon-to-be counterpart, Chris Columbus here, mm-hmm. um, saw saw the poetry and was like, "Wow!" And I think inspired to. Yeah, we were we 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 shared similar opinions about women and how much we care about their opinions and stuff. Right. And uh, how much we want to help them. Yeah. So, yeah. So we got together and made a uh, feminist podcast. That's right. Yeah. Which started, by the way... Uh, as not a podcast. Yes. Right? It started as uh, like just... sketches. Right. Yeah. Right. As, um, you know, it was Chris's idea to say, hey, Cole, let's just shoot short sketches or some short form content. And maybe we do even like a <laughs> fake podcast. Yeah. So that's... And then, yeah. So when we started it, it was like... Uh, it was like we used to play softball every you know week or whatever then we would like talk comedy at the end of the softball games for like an hour or so right after the just in the parking lot of a softball Mm. game or whatever then we were like dude let's meet and like actually like do something with our ideas that we have yes and then uh then we were like uh i think one of the last things we talked about like it was like in the parking lot after the meeting that we had we were like dude what if we like made like a fake podcast as like yeah yeah I, I remember that yeah yeah so then so then when we started doing it we started making like these like you know it, it was like we wanted to make content as a fake podcast hmm. so it, you know like a, it was like sketch content that was like kind of filmed like a curb your enthusiasm style oh yeah where it's like like a fake news something like that you know, yeah like people do like a yeah kind of but it was like it was like we would like kind of plan out what we were going to say we'd be like you know like oh we're so feminist that we make the girl pay for dinner you know like (laughs) and then we'd like talk that out like in a podcast format and then we would be like okay cut like okay that was funny that you said that and then i'll say this other thing i'll set you up better for that or whatever and then uh then we would do that like you know eight cuts of the same thing then we'd like edit it and put Mm -hmm. it out as like a little clip Mm-hmm. online and then uh on our instagram for two woke boys t-o-o woke boys on instagram and all platforms uh we shared a bunch of clips maybe like 10 clips or so yeah and then uh i kept getting these messages that were like where's the whole podcast <laughs> oh. right like that happened like enough times that i was like dude we should try to 
just do it as a whole podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the credit goes to him for uh, for actually trying the full podcast, which, to be honest, I did not think was like sustainable. Well, I didn't that, either. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "There's no way we can we can do these characters for a full hour." Do you remember the uh, fir- so the dude the first episode we did? You were we were like. Okay, the goal is to go for 25 minutes right. max. Right. And the first podcast we did, we did an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, yes. Wow. Like yeah. The last 20 minutes was like the funniest part of it. And yeah, and it uh, it kind of flowed and it was just, uh, it was easy. And like we surprised ourselves. I certainly surprised myself with yeah. uh, how, how much there was to work with with our characters. And then so um, so after that first one, uh, we were like, yeah, well, like let's just keep doing it. Well, and it says a lot about our acting skills, one, <laughs> and uh, how uh, how we were able to pull in from the uh, the mind of a male feminist because we care so much about women. Right, right, mm. that's right. So, yeah. uh, so yes. So yeah. are they like a true color of yourself as well? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I'd like to think that uh, that I'm very different from yeah. uh, from my yeah. character. Yeah, we would Although, hope we would be different from our characters because I think our characters would be in jail if they were real <laughs> oh, yeah. people. Yeah, right. The okay. things that we have uh, confessed to on uh, on the well, show not and confessed not to hypothetical but, but, yeah. lives yeah. of hypothetical I, i'll stress that again yeah. lives of our characters are, are pretty wild on the show mm-hmm. but i will say that some uh a lot of bits from the show have made it into your stand-up yes uh, as jeff which is always uh, yeah. fun to see well yeah it's like uh a lot of my comedy before was like uh, a little less uh edgy or whatever but then uh as i started doing the woke boy stuff i started uh having a little bit more wild takes on like comedy stuff yeah which you know it's fun or whatever but uh i think that just happens after you do comedy for a long time you know how long you guys been doing stand-up i know you both do stand-up as well uh i've been doing stand-up for 13 years whoa yeah yeah so he's yeah he's yeah just... i'm about to quit <laughs> <laughs> about retire yeah. yeah he's he's a seasoned vet um i started um i started in like 2018 but i didn't really start to take it seriously until um until 2019 2020 ish so so yeah i i say like four or five years uh, of course the pandemic was like a weird time where um you know i wasn't there so there was like a good year where i wasn't doing much but um but yeah so four or five years for me so certainly not as seasoned as this guy back here but um but yeah, I'm a big fan of his stand-up. Yeah. So, Jeff, are you planning to go on tour? Uh, I've been on tour before, and yeah, I want to go more on tour and stuff like that. But uh, I just want to um, get more uh, stuff out before I do that, you know, push more social media content, stuff mm. like that, on my page. Jeff's in a second. Yeah. <laughs> What's it, how, how did you guys get into stand-up comedy? Well, uh, so yeah, I can start this one. So for me, it was, so I moved to LA for acting actually. So, uh, and that's still kind of, um, what I've done the most in professionally in terms of entertainment. But, um, I, yeah, so I moved here for acting and that, but I had, I've always had the interest in comedy. And so I was doing, um, a lot of comedic, I was doing sketch acting, sketch writing. I was doing improv 
and I was very adjacent to the stand-up world. I was going to a lot of shows and stuff, and um, and so it was just like kind of a matter of time before I wanted to do it myself. I just figured like this this is something I should be doing uh, to round out my comedic repertoire, and so um, so yeah, I started doing it. Started doing mics and shows and stuff and um yeah i mean i'm still very like very much in the process of like finding my voice still i, mm. I feel like i'm still very raw as a comic but um but yeah i i love doing it but yeah for me it was it was started because i was doing other things comedically related and and just kind of transferred over to that so mm. Okay, before I ask my next question, I want to make sure you guys are not gay, right? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> okay, so we're I'm very straight, right? Yeah. And our characters would would be I'm very not, sure to I'm, say how not gay we so are. So the character definitely not gay, right? Right. The right. Characters are not gay, and also and we also are we are not gay. gay. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. We will not that there's it. anything. Yeah. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with it, but we will prove how not gay yeah. we are. Yeah. If yeah. willing to prove, if it yeah. comes to that, mm -hmm. yeah. we will prove it. Because yeah. I heard a lots of male comics said that in my podcast that they were like, "Oh, I just get enjoy getting on the tour, or the we can get all the girls." Like that's like one of their motivation doing stand up comedy. I, I don't mean that's like that's a, most people's motivation to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like you know, uh, the only reason I'm good at anything is because I wanted to get girls. <laughs> yeah. One comic said that I said, "Oh, I'm just like oh now I started getting girls because I'm I was stand up comic comic. You know, before that, you know, they're like oh no girls because right. they think." It, Girls like guys with a sense of humor, right? Right, right. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's that's certainly a thing. Um, Depends on your sense of humor, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some, Can you they get... don't like some jokes. Yeah, right, some jokes. right. Have you guys ever been hacked by hacked by like you know any audience member like you know feminist like, oh, like heckled? <laughs> yeah, heckled. Oh yeah. Uh, you did. Oh, What's yeah. your worst one? Uh, well, it wasn't a feminist one, but it was just like a psycho lady. Uh, <laughs> there was, uh, I was in, uh, like Tampa or something like that. And, uh, there was this lady at the show. They were actually, uh, she was brought by woke boy fans. Mm. <laughs> oh, so you guys already started the podcast at the mm. time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I actually, I haven't heard. This was like a I've, while ago. Yeah, yeah I haven't heard about this. Yeah. 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 I think I may have told you about this before, but. Oh, okay. But there were some woke boy fans in the audience. They brought a couple of, they brought like 10 people. And one of them was this lady that was like super drunk. Okay. Like, and just like nonstop, like one of these like chime in on every joke. Things. Yeah, Right. So I was like doing some joke about like bowling or something, and then she like pointed at this guy, and she was like, "Oh, this guy, he he sucks at bowling or, so or something like that." And I was like, what "The fuck!" And then, uh, uh, and she just kept saying stuff like throughout the show. I was about to wrap up the show, and I uh, I mentioned something about being tall or some shit or something. Then she said something about this guy, like she's like pointing at this guy in the audience. She was like, "Oh, this guy used to be tall," and I was like, "What? What do you?" Mm -hmm used to be tall what are you talking about and then she goes yeah this guy's in a wheelchair oh, and like oh. points at this guy in a wheelchair God. and like the the room immediately is like what the fuck like, yeah everybody oh. like it's like i i mean we've all bombed before doing stand-up but i've never been on stage bombing because someone else bombed <laughs> You know I mean? right. So you were you like were I was I was yeah. doing fine, Secondhand and then this bomb. lady bombed the show <laughs> uh, okay. like for me, like you yeah. Know? But then uh, 
I uh, ended up like shitting on her or whatever. And uh, <laughs> did you I, guys have fight? Had like arguments? I had to. I had to shit on her, and uh, I said, uh, I was like, yeah. She said like, oh, that guy's in a wheelchair, and I was like, why would you say that? Like, you're, you know, uh, I said something like, you're lucky, like you're not in a wheelchair or something like that because mm -hmm. of that guy, you know. And it, it, I forget what it exactly I said, but it was something like that that she should get crushed by that guy and then uh, it killed. Get him. rolled over by that guy. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But uh, I ended up getting out of it, and it was fine. But God, that lady. Then that lady and the the all those dudes came up after the show, and they were all like, "Oh, dude, like we're so sorry about this lady or whatever." And then the whole time she was like, "I was like helping," and we were like. No, you yeah. are not hoping. Because she's drunk, maybe. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, she was completely obliterated. Yeah. So it was like, it's always that. It's usually someone that's drunk, but there's always something, I mean, there's something else going on. Right. And then drunk, because people get drunk, whatever. But yeah. it's like a drunk person with also like some sort of mental issue or yeah. some, you know. Yeah, I've, I've encountered that too, where like someone thinks they're adding to the show by just like <laughs> commenting yeah. after every joke and they're they may even have the right. like the the best intentions uh at heart like they're not trying to be disruptive or to annoy other people they actually think like they're helping but they're not <laughs> when yeah. they're like commenting after every uh after every joke or like did you have that you had that one lady at that one show that like out here you know what I'm talking about? Was it the uh, the nightcap yes. show? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I yeah, that was. Um, oh my god! Yeah, I had gotten there after that happened. Yeah. And someone from stage told me what happened. Yeah, well, it was, and yeah, it, and that killed, like <laughs> from stage. Like, right. It's like an unbelievable story. Yeah, it was mainly uh, King Batch that that uh, the comic and social media guy, who that lady was doing that to. Yeah, she just kept talking like throughout his entire set. And then he, he kind of ignored it at first, but then it got to the point where, like, he had to address it. And then he was like, hey, do you know how, like, have you been to a stand-up show before? Like, do you know how this works? And she was like, she was like, yeah, yeah, this is, like, I'm, I like your jokes, so I'm, like, adding to them or something like that. He's like, no, no, you don't do that. You don't do that, lady. <laughs> and, um, and then so they were going back and forth. And he was, he was going about it in a, in a respectful way. He wasn't, like... He wasn't being too harsh on her, but he was just trying to, like, give her an education of, like, yeah, you don't do this at a comedy show. You let, like, the comedian is on stage for a reason. But, um, but yeah, so so there's uh, unique moments like that that happens sometimes. But, um, but, yeah, it's fun. It's a fun challenge as a comic to, like, see how you can recover from obstacles thrown in your way like that and, um, and see how you handle it. And that's... Uh, yeah, that's a big skill for sure. Yeah, I think some comedians love doing like crowd work. Yeah, they just like doing that as their specialty as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is fun to do that. <clears throat> it's it's also sometimes it's not fun because it's like what, it, like all the stuff that I wrote. Mm -hmm. How how is me like interacting with you right now going to be better than, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What's the I don't know. What the best is is if you can. In, you know, weave in crowd work into a bit that you've already written. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I, I find something that the best comics do is, yeah, they'll weave it in, like you said, mm -hmm. where it seems to the audience like 
the comic is making up the thing, making up the joke on the spot when in actuality it's a carefully crafted, written mm-hmm. bit. But just because they got into it by using crowd work, it's it's kind of like a magic trick. Mm-hmm. It's like an illusion that they play on the audience where the audience is like, oh, my God, they, they just came up with that on the spot. Yeah. No, they didn't. But uh, they're just good at seamlessly mm-hmm. weaving both things in together, which is something that um, that I've been trying to do more and more. But, uh, yeah, that's a, a sign of, like, a really, really good comic is someone who can um, who can combine both seamlessly. So. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen lots of comedians start posting lots of crowd work online right now. I feel yeah. like that's trend right now. Totally. Yeah, well, yeah, there's a big big craze of doing that, posting crowd work clips, which makes sense because it's, um, you know, they're usually unique experiences where that only happened once. And so, uh, and you don't have to bur- burn any material Yeah. yeah. that way. Um, so... So yeah, so you can post it, and you can. I, I mean, some comics they only post crowd work clips, mm-hmm, yeah. and they've blown up that way. Right, like and Matt Rife posts a lot. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think that's how he really got big, yeah. is through those crowd work clips. And now, and that's I feel like that's a big part of why everyone everyone wants to go to one of his shows. Is yeah. so like maybe he'll pick on me. You yeah, know? yeah, that's kind of twenty people say, oh, they want to get picked. Right. I also wonder like how can you record the audience, their reaction? Are you allowed to record them? No, it's like that's a thing, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure you just put a camera facing the audience. Yeah, unless you're at Flappers, then then they'll uh, they'll get mad at you for that. But oh, uh, they don't let you do that, Flapper. No, no. I mean they they make you you they make um, you buy their tapes, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Unless, 40, bu- bu- forty bucks. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah I, forty um, bucks for their tape that's not correctly mixed with the audio, and uh, yeah, what a deal. But um, I, I bought it once and never again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh oh. I hope they're not watching this. But. Oh no, it's fine. <laughs> hey, speak up the truth, right? As comedians. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just like, and comedies don't don't let you like record at all. Right. Right. Yeah. They, they don't want record, you to record yeah. either. Although yeah. some, I mean, they make they make exceptions for their their yeah. big people. Yeah, big um, names last time. Yeah. Because I produced a show there last time, and then they came over said, uh, no other comedian allowed to record because if Margaret Chow, she can record her set, she can't. Right. She's big names. Who? Ma- Margaret Chow. Oh, Margaret Chow. Yeah, yeah. So, so she's like big name. So they said oh, she can, but the other comedians cannot. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, actually, a little. I'll I'll confess something. Is that the best? The, like the hardest I've ever killed was at the Belly Room in the Comedy Store, and I did secretly record it. And uh, some people do that, like a roast battle. I yes, post it I for, did yeah. secretly record and uh, and to, yeah. and post it. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm glad I captured it because, yeah, it was just like a perfect, it was a perfect storm of like the right crowd being there for the types of jokes I was doing. And, um, so I'm glad I captured that. But, but yeah, I always like to tape my sets in case, you know, something magic happens and, um, Mm -hmm. because there's no worse feeling than like killing and then you you didn't get it on tape either because you didn't get to record or the camera wasn't rolling or there was some technical difficulty yeah. that's an awful feeling mm. yeah. yeah plus i think for comedians to post their clips about the club it's help promoting the club as well yeah right? yeah i yeah i would i would think it's uh you know a positive thing for mm. for clubs to have their stuff be in the background on stage but I've, yeah 
I apologize. This car is like sauna right now. I'm sure you guys, Jeff, must be sweating too because you are wearing a jacket. <laughs> yeah, it's a little warm. I'm, I'm surprised that you are not sweating that much. <laughs> no, I'm sweating, but I'm yeah, <laughs> you're like I meditate, try not to sweat. Yeah, dude. yeah just like <laughs> yeah. tell myself, yeah, because one time I did a turn on the air, and then the background noise is just way too much. Mm. It's impossible to reduce that. You may know the tricks how to do that. You know, text to reduce. The background air sound yeah uh it's no way not with, well not with that kind of mic but yeah you know if people had like mics like that you can do that you right? could probably do that <laughs> you know? by the way your podcast studio is very fancy i have to say thank you appreciate yeah. it <laughs> i'm still paying for it still paying <laughs> yeah. for oh it. my god yeah <laughs> do you rent it out for the other podcast studio? yeah i rent it out for other, other people and stuff Oh, so, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of like great because so many comedians right now, they want to find a place to record their podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I have another comedian. Do you rent out your car to... <laughs> I would love to. Yeah, as long as they're not a psycho, try to get it in and try to kill me. Right. You're like yeah. driving and they're like driving. another guy <laughs> drive, doing a podcast right next to you while you're driving. <laughs> Yeah. Sure yeah, yeah, no, definitely hit him up for all your podcast needs if you're watching. Uh, mm -hmm. We have a mm -hmm. great studio for the two oak boys but oh, yeah. um but yeah no it's it's very impressive what uh jeff has done with uh yeah. his studio so some years full like yeah. made right yeah it uh, took me a couple of years to build the studio up. i didn't know what i was doing i didn't know how to do all that stuff i figured it out and right. I'm still kind of learning stuff so yeah, it's like now every comedian have a podcast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you kind of kind of have to yeah. nowadays. Podcast, you gotta have uh, you know, gotta know how to use a camera and all that shit. Yeah, so. editing. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. Do you guys edit your own podcast? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. So that will save lots of budget, right? Yeah, yeah. We're we yeah. pretty much do everything in house right now, and and he's. He does uh, the vast majority of the uh, technical end. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have a, a producer, Alex, who's uh, who's great, and he helps um, yeah, operate the uh, Alex yes rules. Yes, uh, he helps run the um, uh, video board and the camera switcher mm -hmm. uh, when we're doing the the live pod. And um, so yeah, but between the three of us, yeah, it's all uh, it's all in house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a three person operation. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you guys know this stuff. Just do it yourself. Even for me, I feel like it's better. I edit myself. I know what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then you just know, right? It's kind of like a write your own jokes. Do you guys write your own jokes? Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. By the way, do you guys also do like skits, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, I, I love doing sketches. I mean, I've been doing that longer than I have stand up. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm a big fan of, uh, sketches and, um, and writing in them act or writing them, acting in them, uh, editing them. Um, yeah. Editing is like, a is yeah. Something that I, I always like editing my stuff cause I don't want to like give away a creative, input to anyone else like i want to do yeah. release exactly what like my vision was even if you so, hire an editor a lot of times you want to stand over them and be like <laughs> right. cut it there do yeah. this yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, right. I, like it's it's hard to find like because an editor is a creative job but yeah. it's also like they need comedic timing and stuff like that too, yeah so. yeah so it's yeah it's always tough to to um release control of of your um you know your vision for for a certain project so that's mm -hmm. why i like editing stuff myself 
Yeah. Okay. So we are almost done this, and we can get out of the sun now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how do you guys feel about the social media impact the comedy world and the comedian's career these days? Do you think the social media has a big part? I definitely think social media is very good for everybody's mental health. That's for <laughs> sure. Uh, very sarcastic. Sac- lose their minds on social media. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it, it it's like good and bad, you know. Yeah. Like if you're online every day, all day, you know, mm. like yeah. it's probably not good, but you know, it can help you. Can use that as a tool, right?、Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally.、Um, yeah, I mean the the examples of、uh, comics and. And、uh, other people who have launched careers from social media are endless, and、uh, it is a great tool to give、um, everyone a shot to get their stuff out there and seen by a big audience. When、um, yeah, you used to have to fight for a spot at at、uh, you know one of the top comedy clubs in town in order to get your stuff seen, but now you can perform anywhere.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can record it, post it. And from anywhere in the country too, you don't have you don't even have to be in L.A. or New York anymore.、Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can、uh, kind of launch yourself from from anywhere. So it is it is cool how it's democratized the ability to、um, to start a career. Yeah. But yeah, it, it certainly comes with its drawbacks too.、Um, I feel yeah. like yeah, some people are more more focused on that than the actual craft of comedy. Yeah. And、um, so, you know that that happens, but but yeah, overall, I I think it's、um, a very exciting and and worthwhile tool. So, like, what what is like most negative side of comedy world, or and the positive side in your perspective? The negative side of comedy. comedy world, yeah, well, you know. just the idea of wanting to do it in the first place. <laughs> <is pretty laughs> you want to do comedy? Like something's wrong with you. Something's yes. Do this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like when I see somebody that's like, I want to do comedy. I'm like, what happened? All right, right. what's wrong? Yeah, yeah. why did you? Why, what, what traumatized yeah, you? Yeah, what happened yeah. in your life to? Yeah, there、comedy? are no normal comedians. Let's yeah, just, I, yeah, let's just put that out there, right? For let's、no. debunk that illusion. Also, if you're a nor- if you're a I'm a normal guy comedian, it's like I'm a nice guy. That guy is a murderer. He's crazy. Probably. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so there, there has to, yeah, for for everyone to be, for people to be a comedian, yeah, there has to be some sort of thing missing that you're trying to fill、mm. through、uh, through comedy, and that's where you know a lot of the great comedy comes from is from from pain. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so there's, I mean, for me, yeah, negative. It's like, yeah. Just finding out why I got into comedy. yeah yeah there's that <laughs> that's my my there's negative、that. is like oh I hate myself right <laughs>、uh, right yeah. yeah also like to me mics open mics which are you know kind of a necessary thing that you have to do from time to time or all the time but to me <clears> they can be demoralizing、oh, and soul crushing yeah yeah that, that's the worst part about comedy is that like you know how like they say like. If you want to like have a successful life and things to go well, surround yourself with good people.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if you have to go to an open mic, you have to go around the worst. Surround yourself、people. with degenerates, like and- losers and pieces <laughs> right, of shit.、Right. They're all my friends, by the way. Yeah, 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 friends, yeah, love but, them. But、yeah. they're fucking losers, dude. Oh, so many.、Yeah. Right, I, right. I, I don't want to look back to open mic.、Yeah. I hate open mic. Yeah, there's. Yeah. I swear,、yeah, homeless people there too. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, and they're and they're the most normal、yeah. ones there. Yeah, 
because they've already accepted where they're at. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have the, yeah, they don't have any the delusions of grandeur. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're, if you're at an open mic, you're either homeless or <laughs> like on the way to homeless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one time I remember just doing some comedy. I was at open mic. This guy was like, he was on stage. He put his feet on the table, mm. and then like, clearly he definitely homeless. Yeah, yeah, all kinds of weird weirdos. I never want to go back to. That's one thing you have to do open mic. But open mic is the worst. Surrounding yourself, like you said, the most unreasonable people yeah, yeah it's it's tough to have a good open mic experience i mean there yeah. there are decent ones out there yeah um but yeah overall the mics are just very depressing for me yeah <laughs> you guys hate open mic too yeah. yeah i hate it yeah i mean i hate comedy in general <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah we have an abusive relationship <laughs> with comedy if you yeah. can tell yeah comedy's my bitch wife that I, hate. I know it's a love yeah. and hate relationship yeah yeah yeah, right. yeah but yeah. i'm not leaving you know right I'm too loyal awesome <laughs> all right so we are at the end of the podcast do you have anything plug yeah, well, definitely <clears throat> our podcast, yeah. the Two Woke Boys, T O O Woke Boys, all podcast platforms, YouTube, also, Spotify, all that stuff. There you yeah. go, and uh, TikTok, yeah, Instagram. Yes, and uh, yeah. check it out. And uh, yeah, we got full full length episodes with video on um, you know YouTube and Spotify, yeah. and then the audio everywhere else. Yeah. And uh, we've got clips on our social media. We've done stuff with the characters too that are not just in a podcast setting we've done man on the street stuff mm -hmm. and other sketch content and more to come of mm -hmm. uh, that by the way yeah but um but yeah become an ally of the show and follow <laughs> the two woke boys and see what chris and cole uh will see what crazy stuff they say next you never know what what they're gonna say yeah Awesome. Thank you guys for being my podcast. Yeah, thanks for having us, Kat. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited to we uh, lost five pounds. roll yeah. down the window now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we lost five pounds in the sauna session. That's yeah. another thing we're doing like this podcast in the car just for losing weight as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a Detox benefit I did not yeah. know about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Sweating. Oh, yeah. All right. Bye, guys. All See right. Guys. See ya. Thanks. <laughs> Start your engines, we're gonna go far Keep it listening to Cat Jam in the car We'll be listening to people in the industry And the host of the show is your girl Cat C You got special guests coming in to interview In the studios of Porsche, that's Baby Blue Yeah, we got the green light with these superstars So let's hit the road with Cat Jam in the car 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 Cat Jam in the car